ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Bunker Bunch Podcast. Audio exclusive. <laughs> Sorry, Keith. I didn't mean to press the button. <laughs> Keith was shouting away, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to check the settings. Oops, started recording. Butterfingers. Um, we're just talking about doing some other stuff. So we're going to just focus on our on our audio listeners because we get quite a few more than we do on YouTube, which is good and bad and completely indifferent. So we want to make sure that you guys have got something to listen, and we want to push the YouTube video people to to listen to the podcast too. Um, so we've got some, we've got a few things to talk about. There's been new Doctor Who. Just there was literally in the last three car. hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, literally in the last three hours, there was um, uh, Keith saw Doctor Strange 2. My sister saw Doctor Strange 2. I haven't seen Doctor Strange 2. I was going to watch it this morning and I decided to have a lie in, um, which was much, much more appreciated. Um, uh, we're going to put up, we're going to splice in our Moon Knight review in the middle of this. So I'll tell Keith to pause and then we'll all of a sudden just put the Moon, moon Knight review, which you can watch on YouTube if you want to see that. Um, and then we've got um, Picard. We want to talk about Picard. I didn't watch the last episode. I didn't feel I need to watch the last episode because someone showed me a clip and I was like, oh, why did you do that, you dumb fucks? Um, and then I can swear to my heart's content without having to worry about the YouTube algorithm attacking me. So, Keith, what would you like to talk about first? I will give you the horn because I pressed the button early. Um, let's let's get Doctor Strange out of the way while it's fresh in my mind, and then we can talk about the things that we were going to talk about. But uh, 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 the MCU Sorry. is fucked. So let's. The let's M- the, 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 there's no there's no two ways about it. The MCU is currently utterly fucked. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it's fu- it feels it's more fucked than DC. The I reason mean, I it, said that DC feels less fucked is because they've got that David Zadslav person yeah, coming in they, and i think he's going to fix it they, they fired everybody that made shit movies and they're bringing people in and 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 actually you know the the what's his face tv series is really quite good um and watchable and yeah who would have thought it um i mean five years ago who would have thought it but here's the thing right i mean I, gav i am Potentially spoiling this a bit, so I apologise. I, I already but... know. It's right. Hang on a second. It should have been called Doctor Strange versus Wanda. Well, okay. First off, right. I I hated the Wanda Vision TV series. TV series. It was dreadful. Right. Um. It was written badly. Um. Wanda is 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 a fucking fascist and 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 narcissist and should have been killed because. You know, and then Doctor Strange literally opens with Doctor Strange going to it. It's okay, Wanda, I understand you were justified. You fucking what? She held an entire town hostage, fucking tortured them, and she was justified? Yes, okay, poor old Wanda. She had to kill the man she loved, and that's fucking gut-wrenching. That doesn't give you justification to torture fucking hundreds of people. No, it fucking doesn't, right? And and she oh it, her as the protagonist in this she was awful and it's not it's not the actress's fault it is it's just bad writing here's the thing right the performances are quite good in this the writing is terrible the script is fucking terrible um I I I, I feel for Sam Raimi I love the fact that Bruce Campbell has a cameo in it I love the fucking cameo 
Um, I love the final cut scene. This is the annoying thing. I love Bruce Campbell for the two minutes in this. He's brilliant, right? And then the fucking final cut scene is brilliant. Um, and it's brief, and it's one of the funniest Marvel joke cut scenes that I've seen. But again, that isn't Marvel. That's Sam Raimi, right? Yeah. But here's the thing, right? Everybody has been going, we want to see a Fantastic Four movie in the MCU. We want to see John Kukinski as, 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 you know, as Reed Richards. So what do they do? They casted him. Amazing. They cast him. It is, it is him. They kill him in two minutes flat, right? Hayley Atwell as Captain Britain. Hot. Not muscly. Doesn't look like a man. Looks like Hayley Atwell. Hot. Um, sorry, that just worked for me. But again, they kill her. And seriously, right? I love Pat. Well, I don't like Patrick Stewart that much at the moment because of Picard. But I like Patrick Stewart's Doctor X. Can you please stop killing him? I'm getting bored of it now. It's like the third time you fucking killed him on screen. It's it's kind of like really, R- R- really. <laughs> I mean, how many fucking times are you going to kill this guy? And then Natasha Lynch or whatever her fucking name is. Okay, Zanya Lynch. She's a better Captain Marvel, but I really don't like the actress. I'm sorry, I didn't like her in James Bond. I didn't like that James Bond movie. I do not like her in this. She still has this smug superiority thing going, and it isn't acting. It's got RBS. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is. Um, Okay, Anson Mount, bringing Anson Mount back, I think was more of a fucking taking the piss. Um, because that was the worst thing Marvel have ever done. This, um, the thing that gets right. This is the thing that gets me. Yeah, if Black Bolt burps or coughs, he like destroys everything in in his radius. Yeah, he literally. If he literally, he yelled no at Thanos and destroyed like God knows how much. Yeah, he can literally he take the. And then you got Professor X. Yeah, Professor X can stop you thinking about making a magic spell. And then you've got and Mr. Wonder, Fantastic. Yeah. And, and all of this because she wants to see her kids, right? She tortures people. She kills most of fucking Kamataj, right? She, she, she kills people maliciously and viciously, right? They're, they're, you know, there's so much as killing people to get to what you want by just, you know, stabbing them or shooting them. But she does it maliciously. Right, and this whole thing about I was being kind and now I'm not, just because she wants to see her kids. It and, and the way One Division TV series ended was that she kind of was regretful. Where the fuck was White Vision in this movie? Uh, the, the script is terrible and it's badly written. And then right at the end of it, it's a Kevin Feige production, dude. You should be. You don't want your name on this piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, what yeah. the fuck? It's like this movie could have been amazing, right? You could have you could have done so much. You could have had you could have had Tom Cruise as Tony Stark. You didn't need to kill everyone. You didn't need Wanda killing everyone. And and seriously, then Wanda saves the day at the end. No, she doesn't. The bitch should have been killed. She takes over another. She hijacks another Wanda, right? And 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 then that Wanda at the end forgives her. No, it, it it just it was badly written. Badly conceived, and 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 oh, what the fuck was Wanda doing in this? And and really, and then we just killed her off. So Wanda's journey throughout all of that those MCU movies, when the MCU was actually good, means absolutely nothing. You have taken a shit on that, and you've wiped your ass on the on the way out. 
Okay, it 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 is destroyed that character, right. and it has destroyed the ability to go back and watch those films. Pretty much like what Star Wars: The Last Jedi did, right? They've last Jedi'd Wanda, and okay. and, and and you know they've got her. They've they've done the equivalent of her sucking fucking tit and drinking blue milk. Sorry. It's annoying because they could have done if they did it right, yeah, they could have had as I said, it should have been Doctor Strange versus Wanda. Yeah? They could have mm. just done that. Doctor Strange versus Wanda in the multiverse of madness. Okay? And they could have had it so at the end, Doctor Strange beats her and locks her up. And she's in jail where she can't use her powers or whatever, yeah? And that could have been her punishment for what happened in WandaVision. Yeah, and and then we would have understood that, and then you've also set up a sequel there when she breaks out, because she's going to break out. Someone's going to break her out at one point. You could have the Avengers, yeah, and fight someone, and that person goes, "You know what? I'm going to need some help. I know the perfect person," and then go and get Wanda Maximoff, and do that. That's how it would. That's how, oh, that would mwah, Chef's Kiss. That would have worked brilliantly. Um, but I've I've listened to the reviews and stuff, and it's weird because we were talking about Moonlight in the previous review, yeah, and they were too heavy on Moonlight. And and I, when I listened to what my sister text, well, read what my sister sent, sent over text, kind of got the impression it was the way that they described it, yeah. Shitting on Doctor Strange for not featuring Doctor Strange is quite a legitimate thing. It it, it it's it. I don't get. I really, really, really didn't like WandaVision, right? And and I was angry by the end of it because okay, that fourth episode showed some interest in what and and it wasn't Wanda. It was what was going on in the MCU after Endgame. For the first time, we were actually seeing something. And then they fucked it. They they. they, they but Wanda's whole motivation throughout all of it. They they've destroyed that character. And and okay, if they'd said, look, her power, her the Scarlet Witch. If they made it more like almost like the phoenix right with jean gray you could understand it but it wasn't that was apparently wonder then then she's a bitch and she deserves to die and and that's yeah. wrong and 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 that's a disservice to the character and then you 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 bring john kaskinski in his thing only to kill him five seconds later what part of do not kill your fucking heroes do you not get right i know that the comic books do it but they always bring them back Right. All she had to do was just wave her hands really quickly and then just like cast them to the four winds. Yeah. I've thrown them I've thrown them off into other multiverses. They'll have to find their own way back. Yeah, Yeah, literally just like that. So it was too quick for them to do anything with I I I get that. I get that. It's I mean, and so you had Baron Mordo, but you had another Baron Mordo and it wasn't the right one. This wasn't really a sequel. This was Wanda's movie. It wasn't even really Doctor Strange's movie. And the, and the whole wishy-washy... And American Chavez, oh my God. My mums. And and, uh, and I shouldn't cringe at that. Because, you know, I don't have a problem with you having two mums. It's just that every time a film does it now, it makes me cringe. Because it's fake and it's bullshit. Um, and the whole thing... Of, uh, no, I hated it. I'm sorry. I really didn't like this movie. There were moments in it. I liked seeing John... Consistency or whatever his name is, as Reed Richard in a Fantastic Four uniform for the five seconds. Um, I liked seeing Professor X again. I like Patrick Stewart as Professor X, but they killed him. I like seeing him in with the X Men yellow wheelchair. That was kind of cool. 
there were moments in it that were cool, but and it's a beautiful looking film. The the bit where he's thrown through the multiverse universe and and he becomes paint and other things that was kind of cool. It was a really cool sequence. Mm. There, there are moments in it, but it is a bad script and it is a bad movie. Um, and they, and it is uh, the MCU is fucked because yeah, this the is, MCU is fucked. Well, this is uh, uh, every film uh, with the exception of Spider Man since Endgame has been bad. I, I kind of enjoyed Shang-Chi. We're not going there. Um, but I, I I know why people don't like it. I know why people... I like it purely for the dragons, but as a movie, it's bad. It's bad. I get it. I get why people don't like it. But the right, just, just a quick one. Just a quick one with the Shang-Chi thing, yeah? Shang-Chi blew its load early. Yes, I'll give you that. Yeah? Because yep. that should be what happened in Shang Chi's third act should be what happened in Shang Chi's third film. Yes, it I should have just been him versus the Mandarin. That should have been the first setup. Yeah, he should have literally the Mandarin should have had a small army. He fights his way through the small army, gets up to Death Dealer. Death Dealer goes, you know what? You fight your old man like that, and then he fights his old man, and his old man's got the rings. And this is a guy who took took out armies. Yeah, there's an opportunity it, uh, wasted. I don't know what they've done. They seem to have got really stupid, dumb writers in, and they are not very cheap. Good. Cheap um, writers. And the fact that, you know, this is the first time you see this Kevin Feige production thing is really fucking noticeable. Um, but look, again, Bruce Campbell's in it, and Bruce Campbell plays. I love how Sam Ray. I, lo- I know that they're friends in real life. And it's like, he plays this really annoying pizza guy. American Chaz makes this really fucking awful comment where every you know food in most universes is free and he goes are you going no, to pay not. for that and he and he becomes this really annoying thing and basically um doctor strange casts a spell that makes him hit himself <laughs> yeah and he just keeps on doing it and it's funny because it's bruce campbell right the final cut scene after you sitting through all the credits <laughs> comes cuts back to bruce campbell fucking hitting himself <laughs> and then he stops and he just looks at the screen and goes it's over that's it. It's like a real sort of fucking, you know, uh, Ferris Bueller thing. But it's beautifully done and it's beautifully executed. That's the only positive thing I can say about the film. It's the Bruce Campbell. It's yeah, bad. I, I, it, okay. We'll accept this. I'm going to go and watch it. Oh, let's see if I can, I, can, I can wrestle my mate Carl in to come watching it with me. Because um, I've got my cinema pass, so it doesn't cost me anything extra. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's see. I, I heard that they had a, did a ton of reshoots. They did like forty days worth of reshoots, which probably is a good chunk of that film. So there's an original know. version of that film. I don't know what they were it's reshooting. No- uh, I mean, we had all sorts of rumors. We had Toby Maguire was going to be in it. We had Tom Cruise was going to be in it as an alternative. Um, uh, Toby, Tony Stark, and they and they make an Ultron comment that the Ultron is the the one that's controlling all the um the the centuries that you see in the thing. But again, it it just you look at the MCU, and as a fan, you know, look, fan service can work. Spider Man Three proves it. You can still subvert some expectations and still pull off. Something that is as near damn perfect as Spider-Man 3 is. You could have made a really good film. You could have reinvigorated 
interest and given us a direction where the MCU is going. You see, the thing with MCU, up until Infinity Wars, it had a direction. Right? I, I, I made no fucking um, secret that I really don't like Endgame. I am critical of Endgame. It didn't stick the land, landing. But it really? had a direction. I've never heard you say anything bad about Endgame. Um, it didn't stick the landing. Um, but, but it had a direction. All of those movies, with the exception of one or two, for the Dark World, um, had a direction. The, the MCU has been lost since then. And, and you know, Loki kind of hinted at something, but we haven't seen anything. There is no fucking hint of it in this movie, and it's the multiverse of madness! Um, there. Fuck the MCU. Um, I, I, I might watch Secret Invasion purely because of Samuel L. Jackson. Um... <sighs> But but I, I I suspect it's going to be dreadful. Um, but I'll look at it. But the MCU is fucked. It finished at Endgame. Spider Man carried on because Spider Man Spider Man. It's like Batman carrying on after the the DC films. It, I'm disappointed. Watched... The reason I'm yeah. disappointed was they had that whole list of MCU films, and the only one outside Spider Man that I was interested in was the Multiverse of Madness. That's because you're coming. Only one. There was, there's no bloody X-Men in there. There's no Fantastic Four in there, yeah? There, Those are like top tier there, things There to are have. moments in this. I do it like disjust. There are moments in this. And, okay, the way the film ends, there is a possibility that it could be interesting. But I don't trust them. But they have to get decent writers in. They have to have a decent script. But it could be going in a direction that is slightly interesting. Um, I you watch this film, and the only reason that what's his face is the um, uh, Sorcerer Supreme is because of the criticism of the first film, right? That is the only reason that he is the Sorcerer Supreme. I love the character, right? But he shouldn't be the Sorcerer Supreme. That should be, be, be you know, Doctor Strange. The reason they they that they did that was purely to silence those fucking minority on Twitter that bitched and moaned about the you know the gen, the, the the race swap of the, mm. the, the Source of Supreme. And I don't particularly like the actress, but she did a pretty fucking good job in that film. Okay, yes, there is an argument that it could have been a thing, but actually, if you look at the comics, right, it, the, the, they come from all over the world. So, you yeah. know, it, it, she did a good job. Um, but that's the only reason that What's-His-Face is 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 the Source of Supreme. And again, there is that. Anyway, I have I've fucking gone on about it, but there is one moment... The way the way Doctor Strange kind of defeats Wanda, it's kind of a cool scene if it hadn't been in this film. If that, and I won't ruin it. But it would have is... been really good if it wasn't in this film. Okay, that's a ringing endorsement. You'll know what I mean. You'll know what I mean. You'll know what I mean. He does something right. that is kind right. of cool. Give give us give us uh, what would you give this film? How would you describe this film? You could use a food analogy, a car analogy, a plane analogy, something. What would you give Curried this film? kidneys. <laughs> Curried kidneys. Oh, my God. That's not Curry, a ringing endorsement. No, it's not. All right. Okay. So thanks for listening for that. We, I'm now going to insert the, um, the Moon Knight review that we did live on YouTube. So you can listen to that. Um, we had some comments left over from that. So uh, just hold on a second. Um, so we're going to exclusively focus on talking about Moon Knight because we didn't think it was the terrible garbage that some people have made it out to be. It wasn't brilliant, but it wasn't garbage. Um, middling, yeah. So, um, Keith, 
Have you uh, have you watched all of Moonlight? No, I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> I watched oh, okay. a whole lot. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, I did. I watched it. I watched it religiously as it came out because I, I kind of enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed I, it too. It was. It, I, 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 I'll be honest with you. It wasn't. It wasn't. I felt that it would have worked better as a film. Um. Yes. It could have worked as a film. I think it would have been the best thing that Marvel have done really since Infinity War, with the exception of Spider-Man 3. Um, but as a series, it, 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 it was certainly the, the best um, Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. I Look, I quite enjoyed Hawkeye. I know people have got a bug up their ass about it being a bait and switch, but the actress... How can you not like Haley? What's her face in Hawkeye? So that therefore, you know, where but with this, I, I like the actor and I think it worked. I'm just, I hear rumours that this is this is a one-off. Which, considering the way it ended, we we, we need more. Look, I, I I I'm not saying that I enjoyed it. It did have problems. Um, yes. Um, but it was it was it was okay it was enjoyable. Um, so let's just just talk about this. Just just do the intro first. So the intro of the, the thing is you is you've got this guy. Um, it starts off and you follow Stephen Grant and he's working as a as a gift shop employee in the London Museum, and he has a sleeping disorder and he finds out that he has another personality in there. Now. Let's just talk about let's just let's keep on 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 uh, Stephen, Mark, and um, Conchu as 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 we start off. So you've got Mark, you've got Stephen, whose English accent is a little grating, um, but if it's but if you if you if you tune your brain into thinking this is the um, a person with a an accent who's got mental disorder. It, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> you can you can you can let it go for that. They, um, they, it, is, it's funny yeah. because in in the trailer, it's funny you mention that because in the trailer, the, the one criticism was his British accent. You know, they were sort of like, "Oh, he's Dick Van Dyking it," and he turned around. Oscar Isaacs in in an interview said, "There is a reason why it's bad. That it's intentionally bad," and when you in the first episode you don't really know it until towards the end and even then it's only hinted at um but then you get it and 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 that it, it was intentionally bad works it does work even as a british person listening to that accent it it makes sense and i i liked if he did if he can't do a good british accent i like the explanation <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. It's it it was a bit great, but after a while, it became it became it became acceptable. Um, so it, so yeah, you start off with him, and uh, it's it's nice because the original Moon Knight character it was more uh, philanthropic billionaire trying to help mm. the world, etc. Um, and just having him just start off and just being basic run of the mill person, I think worked more for me. Uh, I know it's like kind of oh it's not true to the character. Okay, it's not true to the character. I don't know Moon Knight that well. I'm going to be completely honest with you, and I can understand. I I completely understand if that's the one thing that you're going. Hmm, I don't like it because it doesn't fit with the character. That's that's fine. 
but just just on its own as just a piece of artwork and whatnot i i i kind of i enjoyed that that aspect of the fact that he had a he had a shit light and a shit life and all of a sudden he had like the call to adventure almost um i see what they were trying to do with it i don't think it quite worked um but it was funny just watching him through that first episode as he is 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 blinking out from being mark yeah and he might even went into another personality at points but we'll cover that right towards the end um but yeah that was that was that was good and then you had conchu talking away in, in his voice uh, in his head sorry telling him goes oh no we need you could tend this bastard to sleep we need the proper we need the proper person up and running and it's like okay cool um so yeah that was it it was it was good in in for that um and oscar isaac is really good to watch as an actor oh he's i think that I charismatic and as an actor even in the worst of things x-men um oh, you still yeah, kind no. of you still kind of like him even though that movie was dreadful and and yeah i i don't think it would have been as enjoyable had it not been oscar isaac um yeah you really like steven and even mark you, you you at first he's very abrasive and you 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 wonder and 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 it all gets explained at the end i i i loved those last two episodes in respect of how they bonded and um how they came to accept each other but yeah, look, it wasn't without its problems, but you oh, made no, a comment no. there about saying that people have got a bug up their butt that he isn't the same as uh, as as the comic books. Look, this is the MCU. It's not the first time the MCU's done that. In fact, the MCU's done that quite a bit. Tony Stark isn't really like the Tony Stark in the comic books. Um, there's numerous other characters within there. Hawkeye isn't the Hawkeye of the comic books. Hell, even Black yeah. Widow wasn't the Black Widow of the comic books. No one bitched and moaned about that then. Um, I think Moon Knight's been given an unfair um, bashing because it genuinely, I don't think it was that bad. And if you if you can look at it with clear lenses and not take into account the rest of what's going on in the MCU, and I and I get why people are pissed. Um, this actually was it was entertaining it, it did what it was meant to do is it is it without problem no i mean the 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 layla character was very we'll, generic we'll save the layla, not... we'll leave we'll leave the layla character we'll just let's just, just keep let's just keep it on but, on, on mark but and stephen and mark stephen yeah. and mark the relationship between the two the fact that there was one actor playing both of these and yet they managed to do basically convey a relationship between the two of them i thought was actually very clever and very well done um yeah that as aspect um aspect of it uh, it kept me entertained um i think moments in the fifth episode dragged on but for the most part it kept me entertained um yeah from the from the Stephen and mark point of view i don't think i've got much criticism i i i genuinely yeah. enjoyed the relationship i i genuinely enjoyed the progression of the relationship as well yeah because here's something it had progression 
it had a beginning, a middle, and and kind of an end. Um, yes. Although not really. Um, but it had that thing that is a rare thing, especially in the MCU. Um, the, yeah, the, character there was develops a journey. from start to finish. Yeah. Because yeah, it, cause it starts off that the, the, the two of them are not aware of each other, and then you, you go through it, and then they, they go to this point where they're now fighting for control. Yeah, so they're trying to get control. So Mark's trying to take over. And it's like, no, I'm in control now, Stephen. You can do one. Yeah, which which, which is fine, and that, that 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 makes it more interesting. And then you kind of get to the bit where they start working together because it's like kind of I know nothing about Egypt, so I kind of need you, Stephen. So then they swap over, and okay, there was a, a kind of pointless thing because you can get an app to find out where the stars were a million years ago. I've got it on my phone. It's really good, actually. I recommend it. Um. So you had those bits there, and then you had the bit where you had the you had the first bit where he gets pushed into the mental asylum. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it does. It's kind of Legion esque, um, where it's just like kind of you don't know whether it's real or not. Um, and then you kind of you move through there, and you see all the kind of little elements and stuff that he's been making up along his way. And then you get the proper reveal of how the Stephen personality comes along because. Um, uh, I'm talking about other people giving it kind of bad raps and stuff. The Gary from Nerdrotics turned around and said, "Oh, that Hollywood has finally got the memo about bad dads." So now they've moved on to bad mums, um, where his mum was an arsehole to him because he killed his younger brother, uh, and then all of a sudden he snaps and the Stephen personality, which is kind of Indiana Jones esque, yeah, he's a British Indiana Jones, so you can't or Alan Quartermain or, or whatever character then takes over and he's quite neat and, and whatnot and he kind of he as Stephen said he was the one that led the better life if you know mm. what i mean so it's like kind of when everything was good it was Stephen. he had good memories of of his mum, etc but when it was mark he didn't have that and that i like that that's, that that's, that gives a character a bit more bloody depth than you get in mm. in, in most of these things yeah so to compare him to captain marvel yeah I was always awesome. Yeah. No, he wasn't always awesome. He, he you know, he went off. Uh, he, he wanted to get out of the house. So he naturally left and joined the, not the circus, but the military. And that's where he got his, his training and bits from. And then the Mark personality then starts kind of taking over and whatnot. So that was, that was really good. There was one bit in it where he did, Mark did something really out of character. And that's when they came across the hippo. Yeah. Now the Stephen, Stephen character, him going, yeah made sense yeah but you got the sense that mark would be like more like a fuck sort of thing yeah i know it's disney needs to be pg-13 and it needs to cut out on some of the 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 blood and bits um and then there were also the indications of a of a third personality which we'll get towards later um that was kind of locked away in a sarcophagus shall we say um but you had that then you had conchu which was voiced by f murray abrams great voice i love the voice mm. that's a good voice to listen to mm. yeah he had like a real good thing and i don't know if the conchu character was a dude in a suit and they just green screened out the person part of it so it have all the gaps and stuff mm. um i'm hoping i don't know if it, it was, was mocap it, it could have been mocap I'm, I'm, I'm not sure but um yeah, I, I I get what you mean now that you say Mark's reaction to the hippo, but to be honest, I was laughing at the hippo um, just turning up and going, bye! <laughs> or, 
Although her voice grated on me towards the end. I was trying to work out who that was. I don't know who voiced it. Um, um, oh, hang on a second. It's, uh, I've got it up here. It was... Do, 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 do. Uh, never heard of her before. Antonia Salib. No, I've never heard of her. No idea what she's been in. Uh, never seen her or heard of her or anything else, but she had kind of cutesy British nanny voice, if that makes mm. any sense. So you, you know you had the, you had that 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 character there. Um, so uh, th- things that are different with Moonlight. Moonlight uh, in the comic books carry, carries a pet. Right, there's there's like two versions of Moonlight. Yeah, there's the version that was I think all the way up until the two thousands, and he didn't have split personality disorder. He was just a, a gun-toting person who assumed three personality types in order for him to to do what he wanted, which is fine. Um, but I think that the, the split personality thing added a more layers to the character. It made him a bit oh, more I interesting. Agree. I like I like having that. It's the diversity word, which I don't like using um, because it's been used for excuses Wrong for reasons. horrible things. Yeah, but um, it was uh, it, it worked because well, I felt it worked. I know that, that there will be people saying, "Oh, he wasn't like that," and then up until you know two thousand and four or six or seven or whatever. Um, but it, it's otherwise just like he's Batman or the is it Ragman in DC, the Egyptian one always got like rags on him. It was kind of like that. So it's, it, that's interesting. Yes, it is Ragman. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So it's 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 weird because it's like kind of trying to um, it's just trying to find like like some bits on Moonlight because I all I knew was I watched a, a video from Valiant Comics and I read some of the. Of the the wiki. Well, Mark Mark worked for the CIA, um, if I remember rightly. He was a CIA operative, um, and they do. Well, he was. He was, a, he was a, I think he was in, uh, not. An, uh, he was a contractor. Yeah. So he's a mercenary, but we did stuff um, for the CIA. And there were then. Yes, you're right. It then went with three clear split personalities. Um, again, the TV series appears to move away from that. And this is why I'm partly desperate for a second season, because I think a second season of this, considering how this ended, could be very, very interesting. Um, And and something quite unique. And again, I think if they're going to do it, 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 Oscar Isaacs, again, is the perfect person to do this. But you see, in the books... In the comics, I know that all three personalities have their unique abilities and stuff, but they are all on the same side. Whereas, spoilers, the way this leaves us is that the the, the Jake personality is very much an antagonist. And that could be interesting, where you have Mark and Stephen ganging up against Jake, but all the in the same body. Now that to me is an interesting concept that we that we haven't really seen and I like the fact that they've they've made Jake the bad guy or at least that's what they've insinuated at the end. Uh, that that to me is like an interesting punisher side of 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 Moon Knight if that makes any sense. The one who's going to do the killing. He's not squeamish. Yeah. But the other two have a big problem with that. So, but are we going to... I want them to do a second season, but uh, the rumour is that Oscar Isaacs was only contracted for one, one, one season, but this needs a second season. 
I mean, you could end it on a second season, but this, this above all other shows, needs a second season. We don't need a second season really from anything else. I know Loki's getting a second season, but we don't really need a second season. This is the one that I really want to see a second season of. Because I'd rather, I'm I'd rather see I'd, I'd rather see a film. I'd rather them have a you nice and could... nice tight film rather than a TV series. Because there was some there's some fillery bits in it which yeah. needed to, to go. Um, I, I I agree, but I don't know. MCU films at the moment. I, I don't know. <laughs> I get what you mean, but. <laughs> oh, oh! Someone saw Doctor Strange. I take it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yet. I was gonna. I was gonna, was gonna get up and watch it this morning at ten o'clock, and then I decided I'd rather lay on the bed. I was. It was. I wasn't. I got out of bed. I had breakfast and everything, and I just lay down on the bed and stopped watching YouTube videos. Um. Okay. So, uh, so you had. We've, we've, you know, you've got Moon Knight, the three. You know, three personalities and stuff. We'll talk about Jake towards the end. Um, and then we've got the the Arthur Harrow character, um, who was played by Ethan Hawke. And I'll be honest with you, it, it really should have just been those two as the stars and everyone then hung off them, yeah, yeah for all of their decisions and bits of the two of them. Um, he played it really well. You, mm. you felt that he was zealoty, I think is the best mm. way of describing him. He's a very kind of zealot style kind of person um and you got the fact that he would have he'd have followers and this that and the other and i liked that and he was trying to wake up Amma. it's weird because my greek gods most of my greek gods this is the sad thing is i know through stargate sg1 uh, i only realized that when i started watching this because it was like it was like anubis apophis and i'm sitting there naming all the greek gods ra you know horus and you know ket and all these things and i'm like kind of I only know these because I watched Stargate SG-1, which is a quite, you know, it's a, it's a terrible thing to, to, to put across. But the, the Ethan Hawke was trying to work out that. And, and I felt a little, the devourer of the dead is supposed to be, um, the one who does all the punishment, because Ahmet was the dog. And I'm, I, I don't know if it was the one, because if you watched Egyptian gods, um, they had... The two people working in the morticians, and they do the thing with the f- feather and the and the thingy to trick, keep tricking Amet every time. And that's my only reference that I've got for Amet. Was it be the one that if the scales didn't balance, it would gobble you up? Um, and I don't even know if that's correct. That could be completely wrong, but I'm going to say that's what I know because of Egyptian gods. Um, I'm hoping I... it's wrong because yeah. I mean, I, I, the, Ethan Hawkes. Yeah, he was. I thought he was very good. I thought he was. Uh, he he was a good protagonist. You you, you kind of didn't like him, which is what he was meant to do. But he was interesting. Um, he was three dimensional. He wasn't just a two dimensional bad guy, which is unusual in the Marvel universe. Mm. Um, again, no, I liked him. I, I liked him. I generally. Uh, uh, again, yeah, I liked his ending. If although it's it's slightly ambiguous, ambiguous. You you don't a hundred percent know how how his ending ends up. But um, yeah, again, again, yeah. second season. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, I think 
this is why I think if, if it would have been a film, it would have had a tighter script and we would have had more stark lines around the characters and bits. Now, we're going to get to the one character that just um, irritated the crap out of me, and that's the Layla character. And this is the one thing that all the detractors have watched Moon Knight actually fucking hit on the head. Um, the actress, she could be a lovely person, but in this was crap. Um, I didn't like her. I felt that she 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 was she detracted from the storyline rather than add to it. Yeah, she turns up with divorce papers and stuff, and it's like, why, why, what, what's going on here? He's not even saying who he is. It's like kind of she doesn't react to him like she should do, and it's like instead of saying, going, right, hang on a second, you seem to have another personality. Now you're either bullshitting me. If that's the case, I'm gonna fucking clock you in the face. Yeah. Or you've had a mental breakdown. If you had a mental breakdown, I think we should take you off and take you to the to the insane asylum. Um, that um, she wasn't she wasn't the overpowered Mary Sue. They say about the there's a scene where she breaks into um, Arthur Harrow's kind of compound where he's got all these religious nuts. She takes out two people. Yeah, she takes out one person, who's the power of surprise, and the other person she makes a fucking meal of hitting. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't. No, I agree with you. She just was a bit bland and didn't really make didn't really make much of a difference. I understand partly why she was put there as female characters in in MCU things go. She wasn't that egregious, um, but she wasn't particularly three dimensional. but she wasn't, yeah, no, she wasn't the Mary Sue. She wasn't the um, awesome, out the gate, overpowered kind of thing. No, she wasn't. She she had skill. Um, she became, towards the end, she was obviously um, Hippo Ladies. Um, hippo Ladies, the Red Scarab, the character's yeah. name, the superhero character's name, which I didn't cover. So, uh, oh my God, I can't. Tau, wary. Calvary? Mm. I think I have a name. Okay. She was, yeah. yeah, she was her avatar. Um, it's, yeah. Um, she was all right in that bit, and it was nice that they kind of, you know, she got to be a hero for, yeah. for a bit. And I, and I like those things where everyone gets their moments, you know? You get to the end of a TV series, and you see the characters have, have learned, and then when the, it's now the end of the TV series, and the chips are down, and now it's time for them to, to shine. Um, that I don't know because it just yeah it I think I I just it did it distracted me especially with the stupid thing where it's like kind of oh my god we have an Egyptian superhero and it's like no no don't do that don't do that yeah Put again it, it was Put one it of those things that that one moment was just like again what is it with this virtue signaling bullshit. They did it in Endgame with all those women that you know shot, and and it, and it's blatantly obvious what it is, and Fudge it power. takes you out of the story. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was, yeah, it was other bollocks. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, that one moment was a bit shit. But considering how much of that is in the MC at the moment, to have only one moment in the whole of the series where that was really there is mm. is you know kind of fair enough um it didn't detract that much 
there was enough going on. There was enough action in that scene. Um, and I was waiting for the moment where he did black out and it happened. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. All right. So this is, we're talking about the end. Right. That bit grated on me. And the yeah, reason it grated what. on me is, is what you should have done. Yeah. Is you should have had it. So blacked out, didn't realize what happened. And then when you had the end credit scene, you should have had it cut to the bit where all of a sudden, boom, he's awake. You get to see the end, doesn't get explained, and then they do the thing with the car. That's what they should have done. So we could have seen it. I know why Disney didn't do it, because they're looking at it going, um, no, this is bad. Uh, bad people uh, kill people. No, 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 no. you got the Punisher and Daredevil on, on your streaming service now. Don't give me that crap. Um, so that's that's one thing. Uh that really, that really grated on me when it got to the the reveal of the of the Jake character towards the end because it was we did. I, that's why I kind of felt a bit cheated. I know what they were doing, and I was happy with the fact that I, I knew that they were doing it, and they were indicating that it was, there is a third personality in there, and that Conchu had something to do with said third third personality in there, um, which which worked really well for me. So. That was, yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, um, I knew Jake was coming. Um, I mean, it was obvious that they'd been hinting at him for a while. The 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 taxi in the in the fifth because he's a taxi driver in the comic, and I knew that. And I knew mm. when the taxi turned up, I thought they, they, they're just hinting. It. I mean, the sarcophagus was the big giveaway. Um, yes, I almost I I almost wish they hadn't shown that because that that would have been a better reveal. But I get that that was there. Um, but again, you see. They showed the sarcophagus. They showed Mark and, and Stephen backing away from it. So on some subconscious level, they understood what was that was and were frightened of it and ran away. The fact that they included that scene is like, well, they, again, I go back to this, and I know I keep saying this, but, 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 but there has to be a second season because you have to explore that. You have to tell yeah. us that. Or if you were never going to do that, don't have that. Don't have that scene. Don't play on that because there's more there. There is more there to explore that you're not doing so. And by having such an obvious scene that there is a third personality, there might as well have been a neon sign. Whereas throughout the rest of it, there's just little subtle hints. That wasn't such a... That was a sledgehammer of a hint, <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I know. It was, um, it, 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 was, it was annoying, but hey, it's one of those things... Um, it's annoying. I, I find I liked it. I think the thing is, I think I saw more potential in it than than should. And you kind of you start writing stuff in when you see it like that. Um, I I which agree. Is not, with... Which is not the best. Which is not the best way of watching a bit of TV. Uh, but did, did I sit? Did I watch it? And was I bored? No. Did it make me angry? No. Did I watch it and go, oh, I watch the next one? Yes. So it wasn't. It, I would describe this to if I was to, to to rate and put this in thingy. This is just a bare bones cheese sandwich. Yeah, I, I I think if this has a second season, the first season will be watchable, and and your rewriting won't get as annoyed because they they will explore some of the stuff that they didn't in this series in the next one, which will have that payoff. You know? Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, if they know. do a second yeah, season, I, I think they'll pay off some of the things in here. So I'm hoping beyond hope that this is something that needs that, that they didn't wrap everything up with a nice bow. If that 
make yes. no, no, sense. They didn't. They didn't uh, yeah, it was. It, it, yeah. Um, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm I, I kind of want to see him bounce off some other characters in the MCU. Mm, mm. I don't want to see how they react to him having the multiple personalities. That's what I want to see because you could imagine, you know, there's. Oh, I'm trying to think of that character that hasn't been ruined. Struggling. <laughs> well, this is the problem, though. I mean, having seen the MCU has no fucking direction, right? Ever no, since Endgame. Ever since Endgame, and I still maintain five-year time jump, biggest mistake they have they have made because they have done absolutely nothing with it. They have not really explored it. It was ignored pretty much in Spider-Man 3. Um, there are throwaway comments in Doctor Strange, and we, we won't go into Doctor Strange on, on this one, but suffice it to say, having seen Doctor Strange, there is no direction here, right? So this is the one thing in the MCU that there is some direction. Yes, they could do a film out of it. They could also do another series and explore that, and it and, and it could work as either. But they have to do something with it. They can't just leave it there. Because if they do, yes. that's it. I'm done with the MCU. I am done with it. Because this is the only I, I... thing that's got me marginally interested. That and a possible Spider-Man 4, if they do it the right way. Um, oh, yeah. I don't if like, they no, do like it the right way. All right, let's 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 wrap this up. So I, I'm all right. So my rating on the food scale, yeah, is a cheese sandwich with a glass of orange squash. Okay, it's not perfect. It will sustain you, and it is edible. Unlike I, 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 previous ones, like Falcon the Winter Soldier, which I would be described as a moldy tuna sandwich. I love it. A shit sandwich. A um, I, I, I would agree with your review, Ting, and I'd add a packet of KPs. Packet of KP? <laughs> what, nuts or, or skips? Crisps, mate. Oh, skips! No, skips. skips. Yeah, I'll give you that. KP skips. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just need to make sure. And then we're back in the room. So there were some comments on that. It's like kind of, I think, um, Bilfer brought up the fact that we weren't talking about the new Doctor Who. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um... Yeah, yeah, you heard our thoughts on that. So let's let's talk I, about the new Doctor Who. So we've got, um, I can't remember. I have no idea. Nkuti Gatwa, basically Eric from Sex Education. Eric from <laughs> Sex Education. I like Eric in Sex Education, apart from towards the end of the the last series. Um, I know people yeah. are like kind of oh, sex education is not real. They're not having sex like that. It's not about sex, it's about intimacy. I tried to explain that to people. Um, I I, I like think... the actor. He addressed that uh, in Sex Education, and there he's hinting there's going to be a payoff. There's going to be some progression of that in season four. Um, I like the actor. Yeah. I, 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 I have a feeling I know why Russell T. Davis has done it. If anybody it it... is going to make a camp doctor, I kind of... <laughs> well, he's going to make a camp he is camp. He is also a very good actor, and he can. Mm. And I, I watched some interviews with him, and he plays up the campness in in Sex Education, right? Yeah, he plays up that. When when you listen to him, he's still a camp act. He's still camp, and and that's not yeah. a disrespect because I like the guy. I genuinely like Eric. I, I want to just give Eric a big hug. I like Eric. Yeah. I, I I don't the, the the campness doesn't doesn't affect me in any way. I like Eric. I just want to give him a hug. 
right? Yeah, um, no, no, no. He has there's there's something watchable about him, which is a good thing. He yeah, has it, he has a certain screen presence slash charisma that makes you you you're interested on him. Whether he it's the old man aspect, the old man dangerous psychopath bit of the doctor. I don't know if he can pull that off. Um, that's that's am, my worry, um, but we'll see. I you you said off air, and I agree with you. The first thing that went to my mind is they've cast a black gay guy, and knowing yeah. what Piers Wagner is like. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he has said in public, um, that worries me. Um, yeah. But having said that, if anybody is going to be show running this and they're going to do this, there is only one person that I trust that could make this good, and that is Russell T. Davis. So I am willing to give this the benefit of the doubt until I see it because of who is show running this now it's either it's going to be it's going to be really good or it's going to be really bad this is either going to save doctor who and this is a brave choice this is going to unfortunately switch off a lot of people i having seen eric and liking eric i just you're right you're right that i don't know if he can do the doctor um but but then again, it, for for all we know, he might be as an actor might be relishing the idea of playing someone a bit scary because he not, doesn't normally play those characters. He might be relishing the idea of having that as a challenge as an actor to do. Yeah, that might be the thing. Uh, I'm. I think there is an inkling right, there, and I. Can, I love, right, I've, hang on. Right, I'm. I'm just gonna just just read out some bits from this BBC article because this will make you feel a little bit better about about yeah. He told BBC News, it's really amazing. Uh, I, sorry, it feels really amazing. It's a true honour. This role is an institution and is so iconic. Um, and then it was like kind of uh, means a lot to me and so many people, including myself. Uh, I feel very grateful to be handed the baton, uh, having the hand of the baton over and I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to try to do my best. But then what Dougie He's saying all the said, right things. He's, He's saying, saying all- the right things. And look, I, I genuinely like the guy. I, this is the thing. This is not like Jodie Whittaker, right? I, I, I like him. I'm kind of happy that Russell T. Davis is show running this again because the guy can write. I am I am worried because of the era that we're living in. I, I, I do feel there is a political aspect to this. But having said that, I also know what Russell T. Davis is like. You know, I mean, yeah. Russell T. Davis likes casting gay actors. He does, right? You know, <laughs> there was always that joke in Torchwood of season two that, that most of the aliens running around Cardiff were queer. Um, yeah, but right, it, right. This is this is this is how it goes. Yeah, it will be bad if he's playing the first black gay Doctor. It will be good if he's playing the fourteenth Doctor. Yes. If we hear one and not the other, then we've got a problem. If he's playing the 14th Doctor and he says he's playing the 14th Doctor and he leaves it just at that, yeah, we're gonna be, it'll be okay. If it goes beyond that, we're going to be in trouble. There, there is one thing that strikes me. of You've cast somebody that is famous for playing a very camp part, right? There is one thing that, 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 that is like, well, hang on a second. The Doctor's been a female and regardless of whether you like that or not, it, it's, it's part canon. What if you, if something goes slightly wrong and you have this quasi screwed up 
sort of reincarnation of it where we get now I, I there are moments of eric where i think he can switch it and can go dark right mm. and that, and you need that in the doctor and i look at this actor and he's saying all the right things i like the actor uh, as i said right from the beginning of the doubt whilst i know the era that we live in and i know what it's screaming out don't forget who is behind all of this and and having seen what russell t davis said he said look there was an audition there was an audition they didn't go out you mm. know to cast this particular guy there was an audition they said he blew us away in the audition right again they are saying the right things they haven't gone we've cast the first gay black doctor no one has said yeah. that right maybe piers wagner white will come out and say that but i don't give a shit what he fucking says because he actually hasn't got that much say over this you know, this is the Doctor Who is not being run by the BBC anymore. It is being run by another company who has to make money. Therefore, they have to get ratings. Therefore, this has yeah. to be sellable in other countries. Therefore, this has to be syndicated for your American uh, people listening. This has to be syndicated, right? It's not like the current incarnation of the Doctor Who, where 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 you know it hasn't done very well in the US. This has to. So there's, there is a lot more promise to this than there is bad. So I'm going to give it the benefit of doubt till 2023. Um, and I'm hoping beyond hope it's going to be good because I think he could potentially be a really good doctor. Potentially. The other part of it, the other part of it too, is when, when Stephen Moffat took over and they went to Stephen, oh, you got playing a doctor. And he went, Matt Smith. And they went, fuck, that would have been a really good doctor. Yeah. Because and I think they've gone towards the younger end, the younger side of it. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Um, four episode. It's going to get the four episode rule from me, unless it does something yep. egregious in the first one. So four yep. episodes. Um, I'm going to treat I it agree. as a new TV series, as far as I'm concerned. All right. Talking of TV series that you shouldn't really give more than four episodes to. Picard. Oh, I didn't watch the last episode of Picard. Right. Um, first off, right. Again, I, I know I've commented about this, but the, 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 the thing that, that these, these writers across Discovery and especially in Picard, they like to go and pick out really obscure things that happened in Star Trek history, right? Right. So they, they, like, they go back and uh, there was this one episode that featured like the Travelers or, or, or something. And they, you know, they connected the Travelers to the, 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 the in Next Gen to the, 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 you know, who this Romulan bird is meant to be a part of, which was in one original episode so it makes you think okay they've done their research right what happened in 192063 that was first contact what happened before first contact there was a fucking great big world war that wiped out all of humanity right when is Picard saying yeah. 2022 how old is Raos well in his 30s or, or, or mid 40s he lived a long life and he died in a bar fight because he stayed behind that's what Guinan says to Picard how did he live a long life? The fucking most of the human population was wiped out. Which, by the way, in the very next episode, the first episode of Stranger Worlds fucking tells you. Right? It's not like it's like Picard Ed and then Stranger Worlds Ed, right? They even fucking tell you that. <laughs> it's Stranger New Worlds, which makes us even more retarded. It's kind That's of... what it is. It's Star Trek retarded. Um, it's, it's like... Okay, it was so... World War. There was, there was you, an American Civil War. Right. Do you follow a YouTuber called Major Grin? 
Yes. And okay, yes, Magic I've Window. <laughs> he's done one? some great. He's done some. Fa- well, I was going to talk about the one where Stargate talks about lazy writing. Yeah, and it's like kind of okay. So in Stargate 200, which was the 200th episode of Stargate, they have this alien who thinks he's he believes he's a, a screenwriter come in, and he talks about writing episodes of TV. And he, he puts this ridiculous plot, like kind of, oh, my God, the replicators. We've got 30 seconds to get off the planet. And then they get to a top cliff edge, yeah, and they look down at cliff edge, and there's millions of Jafar on the planet. And then it just cuts to them arriving back and goes, cool, that was close. <laughs> and it was that, and they, they all the Stargate cr- c- um, characters criticize how lazy it is with writing, yeah? And then he cuts to a bit where you've got Raffi and Seven of Nine, and they're outside Shadow, uh, Chateau Picard, where they've got all these these borgified, um, what do you call it? And they do exactly the same. They do exactly the same with that, just without the timer. All of a sudden, they just come in and goes, "Oh, that was cool. That was a bit fucking scary, wasn't it?" <laughs> top like... top class YouTubing there. Okay, it that's that it. Oh, dude, it's it's, it's, it's dreadful. Good. There's no there's no payoff for the data character, you know, the uh, soon character, other than that he's the one that created Khan, because it goes Project Khan. By the way, Khan was from the 1990s. Yes, if you go back and again study your Star Trek, oh history, god, yeah, it was the eugenic wars, which you which you 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 ignore because basically you give. World War Three, the eugenic wars and the second American Civil War, all in the space of 10 years, pretty much, because you left Reos in the in, in the past. Reos left this really good life to stay with it. See, again, that, that whole right, thing I, uh, right, uh, uh, annoy me, annoys me. Why didn't they I mean, just the, bring the bird into the future with him like they did in, in Exactly, exactly. But no, we left him in the past. She would love then we that. went to the we went to oh, the wow, we went thing? to the Guinan explains that he died in a bar fight, but that he, you know, that he had this long life. He can't have had a long life. And I know I'm back on the but it's well, not like, free. It's not like they weren't aware fight. of it because they haven't mentioned it in Strange New Worlds. <laughs> anyway, there's that, right? The fact that Picard's mum killed herself, which, uh, why does why does everybody have to have a tragic past? Oh, and it's hanged, not hung. Hanged. Yeah. She hanged herself, not hung herself. Hung sounds like big dong. Oh, by the way, we didn't talk about this because we the, the minute you hear that voice, I went, that's Bolter. <laughs> In the episode, I knew who it was. I like, the minute you I heard like, the voice, uh, it's like, that's Bolter. His name, something callous is his yeah, name, yeah. is it? He's, I like watching him. He's one of those characters I yeah, could watch. Yeah, because he's Bolter, and I love Bolter. <laughs> I hate mm. Bolter, and I love him, and that's why Battlestar was so good. Um, but... Um, they are oh, and, and and fucking Wesley Crush turning up as a traveler. I'm sorry, what the fuck? Will Wheaton has just lost the ability to act, and he's 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 Will Wheaton, and he's Will Wheaton talking to Sheldon in the Big Bang Theory. It's that fucking smug and that you know because Will Wheaton is playing Will Wheaton, but a smugger version of Will Wheaton apparently. I, a smugger version of Will Wheaton. But it, I don't it was think Will that's Wheaton possible. Talking to Sheldon Cooper. That's that was the Wesley Crusher that we got on screen, and what the fuck? This shows how un uh, unattached they are to the Trek thing. Most Trek fans hate Wesley. I don't mind him that much, but most Trek fans hate Wesley. There are a gazillion fucking memes of how much people do not like Wesley Crusher. Yes. So who is the 
one fucking character that you put into this. Which character are we going to bring back for the next generation? We could bring I mean, back you... Chakotay, who stopped giving a fuck halfway through season, uh, mid-season of Voyager. <sighs> we could bring back, I don't know, Benjamin Sisko. It, it's that so would have been better. Ben Sisko. So okay, yeah, mental, because you but... hinted at Deep Space Nine throughout the whole of this thing, and you did nothing with it. Right? Could you imagine I... if Sisko turned up? Is I always have this thing about uh, this, this is the thing about Star Trek. Yeah, if I want to go on an adventure, I go with Captain Kirk. Yeah. If I want to make sure I go back, get back, I go with Catherine Janeway. If I want to make sure the peace is kept, I go with Picard. If I want to get shit done, Benjamin Sisko all the way. That's how it is. Yeah. It, it's uh, I, the conclusion to it, and and okay, there is one scene, that final scene with John Delancey's Q and Picard. If this had been in next gen at the end, it would have been beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. And it was a lovely scene. It is ruined by all the other shit around it, but as 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 a, a scene between two actors, between two people that have been adversaries, it that was lovely. I, I it was. It was a nice scene of Q going you know, you are my favourite kind of thing. And it, was, and it was, as a Star Trek fan, it did have an effect on me. The trouble is the rest of it is so bad that it it, I, uh, it detracts from it. And it's such a shame because, again, loved John Delancey's Q. He has been... Uh, that, was, it, that was the one thing in the series. Whenever John Delancey was there on screen, I was like, I'm enjoying it. Hmm. He's gone now, now I'm not enjoying it. I... I I watched Star Trek uh, Picard as you you know when you rubberneck because an accident's happened on the motorway. That's how I watched Picard. Rubbernecked it. And you know, Alison Pill, God she is awful. As 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 like a benevolent Borg queen. That by the way is who it was in the suit. It's her. Gareth, Gareth, she asks to join the Federation because there's a threat coming. Right. So here's the third season of the Picard. They're going to tackle this threat. They're going to bring out. They're going to drag out all the old cast members. Right. Uh, oh, God, no, no, they no. can't do it. They're not clever enough. Do you know what I would do? I would go to JMS because JMS. So that's John Michael Skoninski who wrote Babylon Five. I would say, write me season three of Picard all by yourself because I know that you're capable of writing a whole twenty-two season um, of of Babylon Five all by yourself. Write me this, and he would, and he would make it good. It, it, they're so dumb. It's like you had you 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 took the Raos character, who who was like this, you know, gnarly old guy in season one of Picard, right? At the first episode, you had him as the captain of the Stargazer. His life was good, right? Mm. Why did he want to stay in the past when he had that? And he was yeah. He was why a did captain. you just drag the star. bird? You take us the future. Makes no fucking sense, right? And it's actually quite annoying because one thing I liked was the Rails character, and they ruined it. Um, oh, no, I, I, I really, it, 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 it's not even that there is, there is wokeness here. It's dumb. It's, it's dumb, right? That's the mm. problem. With it. And, and it's funny. I, I, even, even the mainstream media has started really laying into Picard. 
and stuff. And there's people that I've I've read three articles right this week about Strange New Worlds because, and two of them really don't like Discovery, don't like Picard. One of them doesn't like Picard. Is kind of a fan of Discovery. But the two that don't like Picard and don't like Discovery. What I consider to be, considering they don't like those series, quite an interesting non-biased view of Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds is completely the fucking opposite, except it's the same. How do I say this? I heard that there are two sex scenes in it. It has potential. Sex scenes? Sex scenes. Yes, there is a sex scene at the beginning, although not really. Right. It's just some bird lying naked. Can I just just point one real simple thing out, Yeah. Star Trek was great because it was on on it was on six o'clock on BBC Two, and we all ate our dinner watching Star Trek Next Generation. Hmm. Yeah, and then it moved over to Sky. And guess what time they kept it on? They kept it on at six o'clock. Why would they do that? Because people sat around. Did they did the same with um, what do you call it? Uh, Stargate uh, SG One um, didn't do the same with Atlantis. Apart from the reruns they did with um, Atlantis. Because people like sitting around watching it. Uh, it's a family thing. And why is it not a family show anymore? It, it is. Question I, number one. This. Strange New Worlds. Okay, so Strange New Worlds has potential. I agree with these. Right, there is a glimmer of hope here. But they've got to do one thing. They've got to get somebody in to write the dialogue because the dialogue is still using modern <laughs> vernacular and that's the problem, right? And and yeah. this is what they say. But here's the thing. Strange New Worlds was fun. There are distinct characters. There is the new there is a male admiral who is the new Uncle Phil, by the way, from from thingy. Okay, black. They had to do something, but it's not it's fine. I like the actor and I liked him as Uncle Phil. So we have a male admiral. Anson Mount it's still the best fucking thing about modern Trek. I'm sorry that the fact he's carrying, I feel sorry for the dude because he is carrying the entire fucking franchise on his back. And I think he knows it. I like number one. What's the face is number one is good. Here's where it gets really dumb. Here's where it gets really, really dumb. Whoever designed the sets with the exception of the bridge is a moron. Oh, and engineering, right? Cause they're huge. Mm-hmm. They're these, Massive sense. There's like this, this shot of the ready room. And it's fucking like this cavern. It's so big. It's like, hang on. It's a fucking ship, right? Even the original series, the sets, okay, were quite high, right? But that's because it was the 60s and they couldn't really put roofs on and film, right? Because of the way lighting worked. That's the reason. But they were still quite confined. It's a spaceship. What the fuck? <laughs> So I'm looking at that. That takes me out. Like the shuttlecraft are so big. It's like no, the shuttlecraft are quite small and. It's like two seat room in the back for yeah, another. Yeah, but this huge shuttlecraft. And then there's a bit where he 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 takes the shuttlecraft. <laughs> this is so dumb. He he takes the shuttlecraft and goes around the ship and then beams onto the ship. <laughs> what? It's like. He gets up and goes energized. It's like, why couldn't he have done that for his fucking life? Why couldn't he just walk down the corridor and get the lift? It was good <laughs> so enough he, for the original no, series. There's a shuttlecraft that takes him up to, to the Enterprise. 
right? But then he it gets to the Enterprise, starts going around the Enterprise like, you know, Star Trek 1 style, right? Then he beams onto the ship. You're not so selling this but, to me, Keith. You know that, but, you? What, but, but having said that, there is a glimmer of hope, right, in the fact that this felt the most Trek of any of the new Trek series, right? The bridge, the bridge is awesome. The bridge, how they have done it, I do not know, but they have managed to make it feel like the original series and modern at the same time. And it, it does work. The person that designed the bridge set knows what they're fucking doing, okay? Right, and engineering, the brief glimpse that we got of engineering, it kind of looked like 1960s, but at the same time modern. It, it, it's very cleverly done. All the rest of the sets are fucking balmy and stupid, except the corridors. The corridors are kind of cool. The 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 sick bay set is huge again, um. But again, we we've got distinct characters. We've got distinct personalities. They are not bland, right? You we've mean still got this... no, everyone knows who the person on the no one like the discovery where no one knows who's on the bridge. But there's the but black again... actress, the Chinese guy. Um, yeah, no, exactly. Woman. We've got a huru, but when he goes, you know, we, we we're explorers. She goes cool like that. It's like, oh god, no, that took me out of it. Took me out of it again. Dialogue really does take me out of it. But again, if they can fix that, there's an up. There isn't a downtrodden feeling. It feels upbeat. It feels like Starfleet in some ways. You know, but you explorers. To, I'm right. Keith, I will remind you of that first episode of Picard, where it felt yeah, exactly. Star Trek. Exactly, and, and this is what I was going to Wait, come to. They're going to pull the fucking rug out from you any moment, it, you know. Well, no, no, okay, right. So, what they have done, it's not going to be the first episode. It's not going to be the first five episodes, right? Because what they have done is they've given all these reviewers the first five episodes, right? And the guys that they trust and everything they've said about Picard and Discovery, I totally agree with. They, they, they've reviewed these first five episodes. And yes, it uses some sci-fi tropes. So there's an episode with a, with a virus that they can't cure and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we've seen that across every sci-fi series. It's how the characters work together that, that, that allows you to use that same trope again and it still work, right? Mm. SG-1 did it. All of them have done it, right? Um, as long as the characters are good and the writing's good, you can use those tropes. That's not egregious, right? Okay. Um, so the first five episodes, they have problems. They have the same problems that all Klutzman Trek have. But the thing that is different about this first episode, but then the first episode of Picard was kind of like that, is there is an upbeat feeling. And, and, and it feels like Trek in many ways. Um, and I do fucking love that, that bridge set for the Enterprise. It does look... It's very cleverly done. Here's the thing, right? Please, please do not carry on with dyslexic Spock. Because I find that insulting, um, and um, but actually there are moments when he is Spock that, that that you can see Ethan Peck as Spock, and it kind of works. So again, that could be interesting. Um, I do like Anson Mount, and that was the one thing that made Discovery season two how bad it was still watchable because every time he was on screen, like you said, every time John Delancey was on screen in Picard, right? Oh, I like this. It's the same with Anson Mount in season two of Discovery. Yeah. The fact that this is his series and he is the captain of the ship and there is no fucking woman telling him, you know, and belittling him all the time. That was great. 
you know, and the fact that, that it was a male admiral that came to him again, it, they, it seems like they they are listening. I, it, it's just that the, 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 they've got to do a Warner Brothers. They've got to get rid of Kluxman and, and get, look, you have got the beginnings and the potential of something that could be good, right? You 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 need to get rid of the the current morons in there because it will go downhill if you don't. You you are at the beginning of something here. The first five episodes have have, have had some favourable reviews. It's not entirely bad. There, there are problems. There are the problems that 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 Klutzman track has. Get rid of Klutzman, you get rid of those problems, and then it could be actually good. The opening scene is beautiful. The opening scene, the opening credits is Trek. None of that crappy Picard bullshit. None of that fucking Discovery cartoony shit. Although I love the Discovery theme, but that's slightly different. Um, what? I do like the Discovery theme. I like the Discovery theme. I like the music. If you listen to I like that theme tune. I just That's the only thing I like, but I like the theme tune. Um, because it, Have you checked for retardation, my friend? Yeah, no. I don't like the opening credits. I like the theme tune. As a piece of music, it's quite nice. This is better because you've got the Enterprise flying through their bits of space with the with with with, with, with an upbeat tune and, and, and it's great. The only thing I will say is could you stop making the ship so dark? The whole point of the Federation and, and Starships were they were bright, right? And they're still dark. There's still that problem that you can barely fucking see them. Right? But um, that that's the least least of my problems. If everything look, I I kind of enjoyed the first episode. It's not perfect. It's far from perfect, but it's certainly fucking different from everything else they've done. It certainly is the most Trek thing. I've sent you the first episode. Download it. Watch. It. I know. I'm just I'm just checking the link out just to make sure I can watch it. Um. All right. We'll 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 leave it there for this week. Um, I will watch it and I will give you my thoughts on it next week. It could be radically, it could be lockstep or radically different. We do not know until we get there. (laughs) So, guys, listening on the podcast, thank you for listening. We will be with you sometime soon, he says. Hopefully. We're changing things around a bit. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. If I remember correctly, Stardate's backwards, so it would be Stardate two zero two two point eight point five, because that's how they did it. It was reverse dates, if I remember correctly, and it has to be eight point five because it's American. I that's think it was in the original it. series, but I think towards like Voyager, it was just bullshit. <laughs> Made up crap. <laughs> Stardate, what for? What if? It's fucking stamped on the log, is it anyway? I don't need to say that shit. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye bye. Bye bye.